Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Poster Men a spoiler cast of the new released move, Dragon Tattoo. Ow! Movie that Ken just hit his knee Son on. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> Ken just hurt his knee on in excitement. I didn't. And thrill I was and joy. trying to pull my chair in, and my hand <laughs> slipped, so I smacked my arm against the table, and it kind of hurt. We're doing the new girl with the dragon tattoo movie. That kind of hurt, too. You can also turn off the other two people's mics because they're not here. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. So that might stop picking you up entirely. Uh, but we're doing the no. girl in the spider's web. Uh, a new me. dragon tattoo story. It's a restart of the dragon tattoo movies because... A restart? Like, it's, it's a reboot? Like, it's, it's like it's like a different part of the story that they're like, oh, there hasn't been another movie about this. There's not a Swedish version of this movie. There's This is just a new starting point to And this is, is the Scandinavian cast, right? Because the American was... The American was Rooney Mara. That's Daniel who Craig. it was. Yeah. Rooney Mara, Daniel Craig, Max von Sydow. That, that sounds right. Yeah, Not that I've seen any of the Nope, Christopher Plummer. I was close. Oh, Christopher Plummer. And Stellan Skarsgård, Robin Wright. That's the American version of oh. the girl with the dragon tattoo. Was Robin Wright the boss? Uh, yes. Oh, and... Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig was Mikhail Blomquist. Oh, see <laughs> the writer. That <laughs> then that that's totally justifiable oh, it's that he gets the all the ladies. That's fine. I'm gonna give a plot synopsis. A young computer hacker, Lisbeth Salander, played by Claire Voy, in this movie. Cla- yeah, sure. And Ow. journalist Mikhail Bloomquist find themselves caught in a web of spies, criminal, cyber criminals, and corrupt government officials. Spoiler alert. That's true, because... That's supposedly the big turn in that movie, is when he goes to the cops, and then all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute, how'd they know where it was? Yeah, like the local... <laughs> like, I was like, that lady... Or not the local, but it. like the, the, the Swedish... Not the Swedish... Police. Sweet, uh, yeah, no, Stockholm, Stockholm, yeah, Sweden. Stockholm Sweden, yeah, the yeah. Swedish, like, right. FBI director lady is, yep. uh, is the bankroll, the, the client. Yes, the client. The hidden client of everything. Something like that, yeah. The one in charge. Matter. It's... Stop doing that yeah, mumble It's pretty thing. much a Lisbeth Salander trying to save this, this, um computer programmer who created a program that could pretty much launch nukes anywhere. Yeah. Uh, it like was cyber connected nukes. online nuclear Weapons, weapon control yeah. or like something. If, like if they were like not like if they didn't have buttons, I'm assuming like there weren't manual or anything. Yeah. Uh, I don't recall there being any suspiciously submarine appearing uh, missiles on, on that map when they had that? Real quick. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it would 
Although maybe it's just because they were all underwater and incommunicado. Yeah. Maybe if they were up and like in launch readiness status, then maybe you could hack maybe them could hack and them. and and cause them to launch. But like any movie that I, any other movie that I have ever seen involving the deployment of nuclear armaments of any flavor requires either an elaborate, like, two persons across, like, a vast desk computer console thing from each other, plugging in keys and turning them at the same time in order to activate and launch and cause massive destruction, or, like, it's a submarine where... You have to radio home base. They send you the combination to the lock, which you then open, break the key, break the little thing open, get the slip of paper out that gives you the other half of the launch code that the captain also has. And then I think there's also then two keys because I feel like in the Hunt for Red October at least. There was a big deal when there was two keys. the right, but the but the the guy that had the other key gets killed. Spoilers for Red October. Spoilers for Red Hunt for Red October, circa nineteen ninety two or whenever that that movie came out. Uh, and I lost my train. Oh yeah, but that was a big thing when uh, Sean Connery ends up with both keys. They're like, wait. Sam Neill's like, no, no, you shouldn't have both keys. That's not cool, bro. Then they break into song. No, no, you shouldn't have both keys. Yes. <laughs> then the, there is a brief musical interlude in that movie. Where Sam Neill kicks it up a storm. Where they sing the, like, Russian national anthem or something. <laughs> but, uh... Which is kind of great. I, I enjoyed that movie. We're I should talking about that. For maybe show. maybe we will someday. Maybe I'll maybe I'll pick it at some point. That could be fun. But you were you were upset that they didn't like have like any other like side like latches that they could like side issues that they had to do. To, yeah, that was, was just buttons that they yeah could, you could hit enter and then the, the missiles launch. Right, exactly. I I found that ridiculous, but especially considering she has all these she like hacks several cars throughout the course of the movie and while she doesn't like remote drive them she causes airbags to deploy or uh what she else opens she did the door. she locks the door and all that yeah, stuff yeah i was going to say she did the, the, earlier in the movie she did something when she hacked a car i forget what though uh and she's tracking things, but she can't hack the bridge that they're on the to make the. Manual. It's like what you well, want. that's what I'm saying. Well, Nuclear missiles should all be manual. There should be no. Maybe these are the hidden ones that aren't manual. Internet of. Nuclear, and that's another thing. How are these? I guess they're all. It's online, so it's like the internet. Yeah. The so they're web. all potent, like that. The dark web. We hacked that. Them all. They're that, hackers. That just 
They're hackers. I don't understand how that is okay from a national security perspective. That's why the the guy from Sorry to Bother You came to go get the program back. No, but, like, that it's even possible. Like, how or why are the nuclear weapons... On the internet. Well, they're probably not. That's why he had to create that firewall thing. What firewall thing? That's what the program was. No, it was Firefall. Firefall. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what that was. Okay, so the American missiles are on the same network as the Russian missiles? They all really don't want to pick Comcast. So they're all just borrowing, leeching off each other's internet service. But I thought you were saying it wasn't the internet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about. I don't know enough about computers and stuff to understand. I may work at a computer store, but I know absolutely nothing about computers. Okay, so the moral of the story is: I call shenanigans on the prospect of nuclear bombs on the internet. Yes, that. But. Otherwise, it's a pretty serviceable, uh, like, spy thriller, generic. It's what you would get from any James Bond movie. Yes. But it's interesting how we go through and we find this kid that has this background that we don't get a lot of information on. Oh, yeah, the the Stephen Merchant son kid, August, or whatever his name was, yeah. Yeah, we do. We we find this kid, and we just don't know anything about him and what his past is. Yeah, well, and he like he says that Stephen Merchant, his father, wrote the program that lets the bad well yeah. that lets any one human being with access to this software uh, lets them. Uh, uh, control them. Yes, control the internet. Of the internet bombs. Bombs. Yes, and uh, he the August at one point says, "You know, Dad wrote the software to work like my brain does." Yeah, and he says to Lisbeth, Lisbeth, whatever, however you Lisbeth. pronounce her name, uh. You think I'm a freak now, and she says no. And I, I, I felt like the implication was that he was on the autism spectrum somewhere, which is why he was able to do the cool things with the numbers. Yeah, it's possibility. And then there's just, but there's just like the whole family angle too, because Dad doesn't obviously live with Mom. Right. When he goes, you're going to come home and live with us again, right? Right. And that's never really ventured into or, or anything in the movie. Maybe in the books it is. But then um, Stephen Merchant's character hires Lisbeth to steal the program back. That, yeah. From the government, from the United States government. That's where we meet. Yeah, who commissioned Steve to... We should start using his character. I am about name. to. It's a Franz Balder. Yeah. Franz uh, Balder, he's, he's commissioned to make the program by the United States government. And then... Oh, man, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Like, like if Stanfield, a.k.a. Edwin 
Needman. Needman need him? Needham. 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 Edwin Needham is into the picture as the guy who has the program on his computer. Yeah, well, he you, the the implication is that he's sort of the he was the, the program's keeper. That. Yeah, he was the one in charge of it. Yeah, he's like, I didn't get it from him just to lose it. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and Stephen Fry. Sorry, uh, Stephen Burton also and Franz oh yeah, Balder. Stephen Franz Balder. That's it. Uh-huh. Uh, not Stephen Fry. Stephen <laughs> Fry is a totally Stephen different Fry's guy. Stephen Fry is an entirely different human. Totally different dude. Um. He, at one point, says, they said I would have control over the program. Yeah. And, and I don't. Right. And, like, they they misled me. And so, that's why he has to bring Elizabeth in to uh, steal the program back. Steal his program back. Because he creates this program, and not instantly, but pretty promptly, feels terrible about it. Because it it has this potential to cause so much destruction by letting anyone activate the Internet of Nukes. The Internet Bombs. I'm going to start calling it the Internet of Nukes. But then... The organization that we find out is called the Spiders came to Elizabeth's yes. house and took it. Yes, from her house and yes. shot her in the back and stole the program from her and blew up her house and yes, killed her lizard and <laughs> no, the lizard survived. Oh, was that the, the lizard? Was that what he handed That's in the Tupperware? Oh, I missed that entire part. <laughs> I I saw the Tupperware get handed. I saw her reach for something, grab the Tupperware, put something in it. And I thought that was the pictures from the trash can. No, and I was like, oh. "It was the lizard." And then I then I now realized that was the lizard. How the lizard survived the bomb? I don't know. <laughs> That's another thing. Thing that uh, we should uh, I, someone should call shenanigans on. Probably, you know, That's like just the thing. fire bomb goes off, and somehow the the lizard who's just in an aquarium, the aquarium gets blown up. The lizard is alive. The lizard survives somehow. I don't know. That's not a that's not a big plot point, but you're kinda it's like, not. all right, yeah. But yeah, I do call shenanigans on that. I accept those shenanigans. Okay. Uh shenanigans accept. Because I thought that lizard was totally dead. Um and then she gets Mikhail Bloomquist in her writer friend from Earlier when they had worked together in the previous books slash movies to solve other cases, she gets him to help her out. Right. Elizabeth gets him. And they find out that her sister is back. Camilla Salander is still alive and taking over daddy's business. Yeah, despite the fact that what she allegedly committed suicide? Yeah, I think that was a story that she said. She did, I, feel, I feel like she didn't know. What had happened to her sister? She didn't okay, care. see, I was under the impression that that was that, like that was an, an event yeah. in a previous movie. No, none, of the, none of the books. None of the books mentioned a sister because oh, yeah. so the sister is the sister magically conjured for this movie. The, the this is the first time we've ever in this heard. Book is the first time you hear about a sister about a sister. Oh. Yeah. Significant because all, retcon required. No, all of the all the books 
you don't learn a lot about Elizabeth Salander's history in all three of those books. You learn oh. little bits about her. You okay. don't get her full story ever because that's the big mystery is who is this girl? Why is she the way she is? You're getting pieces of it in each of the books and they're big chunks of it, but you're not getting the full picture. This book, I think, is starting to give you more of her backstory, but I haven't finished the book. I can't tell you how the book goes because I haven't finished it. Okay. But the movie, it's it delves deep into her back history by giving you the sister and why she left and why dad's a giant scumbag. Okay. Yeah, because there's many reasons why dad's a scumbag, which you find out in the third and second book. Right. And it's pretty heavily actually not even implied, just pretty stated that he was a genuine certified sicko. Yeah, that's why that's why she goes and hunts men that hurt women. She has a vendetta against people that do that because Because Daddy da- issues. Daddy issues. Daddy issues is a gigantic portion about these books. But so she goes to try and stop her sister from getting the kid. Because the kid, the kid is, the, is, is the code to get it open. Right. Yeah, the kid knows yeah, the number Yeah, because I don't codes. think we actually talked about Yeah, we, 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 we start talking about nukes getting launched. Right. And then, but the kid knows how to get the code unlocked. Yeah, like the the how the software works is you boot it up and then it... It says, "What's the solution for random problem X?" Yeah, and but it's it like a phrase, yeah, or like a series of words. It sounded like a clue. It sounded like a riddle. Like, yeah, that's what I thought it was like. Uh, if a rooster's on top of a of a hen house and it lays an egg, <laughs> what side would roll on? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah but it, but like the one that I remember is, and it's I think it's the never mind. Uh, is like the snow falls early this year, yeah. and that's it. And the and we don't they don't go into it, but the kid says like it's a huge it's number. A, it's a number yeah. problem. Every letter's a number. I break the numbers down into I forget exactly what he said. It's a long math problem. Yeah, true. so it eventually like breaks down into a series of. Numbers. numbers. Um, that the but, kid then has to say. Right, the kid solves the the problem. To unlock the... Right, and the I'm letter. sure there's probably, like, an algorithm you could run the words through to get the appropriate but number. But can out. you yeah. do it fast enough? In 20 enough? seconds. That's why, it was, that's why it was so... That's right. why it was a timer, and then so it switches you would, again. You'd have to, like, get the kid to tell you how he does, what he does, and then, like, reverse engineer that process in order to, to get yourself access. Yeah. It's it's an interesting way to, I guess, be able to yeah. kill off st- millions of people. <laughs> Yeah, kill off Stephen Merchant and yeah, you get rid of Stephen Merchant and, uh, and keep the kid around yeah. and make it so that. But could Elizabeth Stephen Merchant do it be, himself, or did he need the kid? That's the I, question. 
imagine implications that, that the kid has to be there. Well, not I. I imagine that Stephen Merchant probably knows the trick. Like Stephen Merchant probably has the program, the algorithm, so he can load up the his program on one computer and have the algorithm booted up in another and as long as he just like types it in fast or uh maybe it's like voice dictation cuz the the uh his program talked yeah so maybe he would just like okay uh Web of nukes, internet, internet <laughs> of nukes, uh, algor- access algorithm. Listen to this, and then hit play on the thing, and it does the, and, it and then it the gives you the numbers, and you put the numbers in quick, and shabam, twenty seconds, no problemo. Yeah, and then the movie goes on to where there's a big fight in the house shootout to get back the kid and yeah with get back the, the case the really awesome magical 3d, 3D map x-ray like software algorithm awesomeness yeah. from the the the, the unsung the unsung hero of our of our film here the Elizabeth, Mr. Plague. Uh, yes, that was that his name. Yeah, Plague. Cool. He's the guy uh, from all the books too. Well, he was awesome. Plague's great. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. He was yeah. awesome. Him and Plague and uh, Needham and Needham. Needham, yeah. Are out there getting a, taking out the guys in the house. Wow. While Lisbeth is nearly being suffocated yeah. in a By weird vacuum, vacuum bag trash bag thing. That's I mean, it wasn't a trash bag, but it's like a trash bag. It was. It smacked of trash bag. That's another thing that uh, that I read up from I wrote, something I read online is that in the book there is no trash bag vacuum. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the point of the trash bag vacuum. Aside from... it was supposed to seem like some sort of like weird torture-like device or some sort of weird like fetish device or something. Yeah. That the dad was going to use on the daughters that she was like trying to like symbolize to her. Because you see it on the bed next right. to the dad when he goes, now sit here. Yeah, and we're going to play a ga- play one a of our games, games or whatever. Which is... Because the guy's a... Because the guy's a creep ball. Creep, disgusting monster guy. What I would like to do, what I would like to digress on is about the fact that we watched a rated R movie. Oh dear, here it comes. Oh, I'm doing it. Oh sure, yeah, no, that's. I knew this was coming. These parents brought a child who couldn't have been more than six, maybe seven, into that movie. Yes. Uh, wow. Without knowing that movie, I've seen the I've seen the first Dragon Tattoo movie, and I've read. Three of those books. So you haven't seen... You've seen the other movies, right? I've seen the other movies, too. Okay. But I'm talking about the English versions, and I've seen the English and the Swedish version. I'm talking about the one that more people would have seen, which is the first Dragon Tattoo movie, as opposed to the Swedish ones, which 
Okay. Oh, so there's only the one. Oh, yeah, I guess the there is the only one. the one English one. Yeah, and then there's the three Swedish movies. They did all three books in the Swedish movies. Okay. And those movies are and then, okay. And then this is the cast from those movies? No. No. Totally different. Naomi Rapace is... Oh, that's right. That's where I was getting yeah. Numi Rapace being involved in these Yeah, she's Elizabeth Salander in those three movies. Uh, okay. Got it. And those movies have a lot of sexual content and a lot of violence and just a lot of weird violence. And a lot of just like... like weird fetishy violence? Not really weird fetishy violence, I would say. It's just more or less like... Weird, painful things to oh, happen. Oh, like the dude falling out of the the third story yeah, or the second leg, story window pops and out. yes, yeah. that. And then he's like just scurrying and then gets hit I, by a car violently. I yeah, I remember like this was traumatic. I for years had trouble watching, and now it's it's tame by comparison. But when I saw it as a kid. Man, oh day, did this do a number on me. The the scene, mild spoilers for Hook, which came out in like 1981. Uh, when when Rufio, when Rufio gets stabbed, that, that, that part just like, it, oh, I couldn't watch it for years afterwards. I, I could not, I would look away every time I knew that was coming. Yeah, I mean, and... And I think, well, I don't know if the two are necessarily related, but to this day, like, over the top, or not necessarily, not even over the top, uh, but, like, bloody violence, bloody, like, it does a number on me. It, it, it uh, me. makes me uncomfortable. Uh, I, I worry that I'd be one of those people that just sort of involuntarily pukes if I ever actually came in on... Like some actual bodily injury somewhere. Well, uh, that would be. You know, so in the zombie apocalypse, I'm I'm done because I'll just I'll just take your weapon. I'll just I'll just like have this like uncontrolled visceral reaction that I have no control over. All over the place. I'll send you to Walmart for guns with some runners. Don't worry. uh, Just ignore the pop shot that would come to your leg. Hey now. So Those are Home Depot are my personal zombie apocalypse primo no, raid it. places. My, of my choice. dream my, the place I dream. Yeah, no, I know what you're alluding theater, to. So. Yes, yes. But uh And that yeah, actually that makes kid, a lot of sense. That that it it just bugged me every now and then. I would just look down, just be like, there's just a kid just frolicking in the aisles and I'm like Oh, I couldn't see her frolicking in the I, aisles. I did randomly. It's just one of those things where, like, my eye goes to it, and I'm just like, I, I don't know how, but, like, they're but, her parents, and yeah. they made the choice, but it just is weird, and... And, like, how... The weird vacuum scene. How do you feel about that? Yes. Well, and and how worse... Well, how I'm... I'm the one that's the, that hung the, the age of six-ish on her, um, because, like... She was old enough to be able to watch the movie and know what was going on. Because at times she would interject and be like, oh, she did that. Or what, or, or ask a question. <laughs> yeah. Right. And th- we, were, we were pretty close we were to the back. Of, we were one row from the back. And, and they were, they the were down in like the like 
Front section. Yeah, on the floor, yeah. you know, and it first a, like six rows. In the right. Um, so she was not quite, and that's why I don't think she was so old as eight or nine because an eight or nine year old would would have better volume control. Would it would would you know be a little be a little bit more socialized where. A, you know, a, a five, six-year-old is totally just going to crack off with these random questions at full volume because she can and doesn't but, realize that she doesn't that she really shouldn't talk over the movie, yeah. which is what she's doing. But there's a lot of weird things in there that I was like, I don't think this is. Like, there wasn't as many as I thought there would be, right. but it was still weird things. And this is opening night. Yeah. First show. There's no way, like, mom and dad pre-screened this. You know, it's it's one thing if this were tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Well, maybe mom and dad came last night at 7 o'clock and or really liked it. And was like, okay, or, maybe. yeah, found a, a reputable website that said, yeah, this is totally okay you to take your, your kid to, okay about language, you know. which some, some I would question be, someone saying that. No, but, but I'm just saying, like, if you're a very yeah. liberal household where you're like, okay, you can you can say some swear words are okay, they're just words. Right. Nudity is nudity, or the, the body's fine. Yeah, there wasn't there much wasn't a lot of in the way of, like, fine. explicit nudity no, in this movie. that was surprising. Yeah. It's... It's but there was a guy like falling out a window yeah. and landing, and granted, blame, it is very brief. But he lands, his leg breaks, bone pops out of it's gross. It was by a car. And... Yeah, and yeah, and all of that is very brief, but wholesale not appropriate for a six-year-old. Yeah. That's they what Elijah and I are, are... Yes, the Grinch would have been. The whole... Like, as soon as they showed it... Because they showed up late. Like, it was... They, they showed up... For like the last it, Right. It, it, the beginning of the last trailer. So you're like, okay... And we were both like, wrong theater. And... But they stayed. They stayed. As soon as oh, the title was, card came up, I was like, was, oh, they're gonna go. Nope. Nope. It was... It was rough. I was like, oh, they have the right theater. Um... But irresponsible parents. It, was, it it had its moments where it was fun. Then it had its moments where you're like, "Wow!" I don't know. If it was ever not fun. fun, but I meant like interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like the like the shoot like the end fight sequence and like the shooting from afar. And yeah. Catching the sister and everything that was that was interesting. Watch right. And, and I like I I mean. Traffic on that bridge aside, I thought the bridge rescue or the bridge like chase rescue thing, yeah, where she catches up with them on the bridge and then grabs the kid and starts to escape and then they put the bridge. I thought that was a Why cool she didn't sequence. Why pop shot them both in the head? I makes no r- sense to me. She had a gun. Um. Maybe she just didn't want to shoot in front does, of the kid. Is she in the like? Does she recreational? Not not even recreationally is a poor. Recreationally is a poor choice. In just not does she kill people or does she as a rule not kill people? 
Unless they're trying to kill her. That's what they do. Unless they're trying to kill her. Because they only kill people. Yeah, like even when she's like getting gassed, there at the spoilers. There at the end, she's getting gassed. And there are, like, a half dozen dudes. She's still only using the cattle prod stun gun thing. She never shoots them. She never goes lethal. I don't know. Okay. I I don't... I I remember in the... I remember the first... I remember she does... Spoiler, it's for the other three books. She lights her dad on fire. Oh. It's either her stepdad... It's either her stepdad adopted... I mean, her adopted dad... Or her real dad. I can't remember exactly. Okay. But I feel like it's the real dad we find out at the end. But she that's why the thing's called the girl play of fire. She lights <laughs> someone on fire. Oh. Dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She literally lights a person on fire. Oh, and the girl in the spider's web, the organization slash her sister is the spider. And the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. She's the girl who kicks, like, the, the, the metaphorical hornet's nest of the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. But there's not, like, some... Not a, there's not a real There's not nest. a bad guy called the hornet. No. Or... A clandestine I really organization I called the Hornet. That, that was the worst of the three books. Ah, okay. So, in that case, never yeah. mind. I feel like it's the adopted father that she lights on fire, and then you find out who the real father is in the third book. Yeah, I think that's how it went. I'd have to revisit the Dragon Tattoo books, but yeah, they're all about her. And okay. Claire Voigt played that character really well. I Do I think she was better than the other two actresses? No. Do I think she did a good job? Yes. Would I watch another movie with her in it as Elizabeth Salander? Yeah. Can I think of other people better? Not off the top of my head. If I sat here for 20 more minutes, maybe I could. Um, but Rudy Mara and Naomi Rapace were great as... Elizabeth Slander. But I feel like I saw a thing here. The, the yeah. people that were originally attached, which were like Casting Natalie Calls, Portman. Girls with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Natalie uh, Portman and Scarlett Johansson were yeah. originally casted. I feel like Natalie Portman would have been a really good. Yeah, I cast. feel like. Yeah, she would have been interesting. I feel like. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, would have been. It would have been Lucy. It would have been. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, would have been Black Widow movies yeah. about Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like you'll get uh, a different. You'll get a spy movie out of that movie, the Black Widow movie from her. So. Well, or it, it's one of those things. Don't take this the wrong way, but ScarJo is entirely too beautiful to, pull to off be the tech girl. Yeah. Well, no. Just it seems like at least at least because this is the only one of these movies that I've seen for this movie. Uh, Elizabeth is is sort of plain like she's, yeah, she's not she like yeah. she's supposed to like she blends in yeah That's whereas you can't like it doesn't matter what you do to scarlett johansson she short of johansson. like heavy makeup and facial prosthetics she is always going to be beautiful the ugly tree fell on her and it did nothing <laughs> yes yeah she's she could she could fall from the the heights of the ugly tree land unscathed she would it would it wouldn't matter but everybody did a really good job in this movie acting wise i just feel 
the story didn't have like that go get them kind of mode where you're just like sitting there on the edge of your seat or truly invested and it didn't show the character off as well as it needed to because that character is a really great character it didn't show off all her talents as well as it should have like the first book does really well like dragon like the girl in the dragon tattoo shows off how who Lisbeth Salander is and what she does and how she's so cunning and so smart uh okay yeah and then this and then this one she's, she's kind of, she's yeah there and she's smart but she's not yeah she's, she's she, at, at no well not at no point it, only at a couple of points is she a step or two yeah. ahead of anybody else. In like, the- she's running circles around Needham yeah. pretty much the whole time until she's like, hey, buddy, I need your help because we need to get the kid back to his mother who lives in San Francisco. San Francisco, that's it. I wanted to say Santa Fe. Uh, San Francisco, in the United States, and we're here in Stockholm. Stockholm Sweden. Yeah. It's. Not Stockholm, Kentucky. Stockholm, Sweden. Sweden, not Kentucky. Or Indiana, or insert prototypical American state here. (laughs) Uh, Stockholm, Manitoba, Alberta, Canada. Oh, Canada. (laughs) Maurice and Robob. But uh, it's... It's okay. That's my best descriptor of the movie. Yes. Just okay. It's a meh movie. Is is there some mystery about it? Yeah, but it's not a really hard one to even figure out. Yeah. uh, Like, I kind of knew most of the movie that that lady was the turncoat. I was like, it makes the most sense. Well, and it, like, it doesn't do, uh, at least I feel, now that you bring it up, I feel like it doesn't necessarily do a good enough job of uh, letting us know that anything is amiss. Yeah. You know, because like uh, Blomquist or whatever his name is uh, says, like, and it, it's not until he brings it up that I knew there was even anything amiss. He's like, how... Did they know where, where to was. go? Yeah. And like, how did they? And know I was all like, this stuff? "Oh yeah, that's that is a good point." But I didn't notice because and because it just makes sense because these people are just smart, right? Right. Because they yeah. found Elizabeth. Well, and, and so right because because Elizabeth figured it out. Yeah. So why can't they? So you're just and Elizabeth found out faster. Yeah, like Elizabeth was there she was watching there for a couple of days. when they finally show up and start shooting cops. It's 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 an okay movie. That's how yes. I'm going to put it. It's it's a solid like two robot punches. Yeah, I was about to say it's about two to three. Probably I'll go two point five. Two point five robot punches because. The because the actors in it are giving it their all. They're putting, yes, yeah. It's like they're putting forth the the, the 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 you, well you you mentioned the performances and production value and edit like it's it's a it's a fine put together movie from a craft perspective. It's fine, 
where it's lacking is writing, I think. Yeah. Like, the story's not good, the character development's not so great. Uh, the dialogue is serviceable. It just I've doesn't been. grab you off your seat. It's, like, but it's not, like, catchy it's or not really. Even though it's end of the world, it just doesn't grab you like a James Bond movie does. Right. Oh, yeah. They, they don't do a good job of investing this with any stakes at yeah. all. It's such a small... There's a, like, like Needham never, like, who's an NSA operative, never gets on the horn and says, hey, can we, like, get some NATO troops over here? Or not NATO, uh, UN troops over here? Or, like, something? I think he was afraid that then they would take away the program from him. That's why he went all shady about it and left. Yeah, well, and, and there also was the, that, like, the, he, he had, like, a, he didn't even make it out of the airport after landing, and they were like, why are you here? It's just awful suspicious. You're, a, that you're, you're an NSA guy, up. you're not supposed to be here, you don't have any jurisdiction here. She's like, this is my j-. and 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 that makes sense. That posturing makes sense, knowing that she's the one trying to buy the the program. The, the program. Yeah, but we don't know that at that point. So, but and it still makes sense in a like a like a uh, power play. Don't come in here. Don't don't come to my neighborhood and make trouble expecting not to get any trouble made back. So, so yeah. In our opinion, I, I feel that if you're going to, I would wait on this movie, maybe not drop yeah. a whole bunch well, of money on it. Sure, yeah. Be like, oh, if you, night out. If you like these movies and do you like these characters the character. and you're an A-list member, or if it works out and shows up up on on Movie Pass Pass ever, or some equivalent server. Although I don't... Regal doesn't... Regal Regal hasn't gotten there yet. I just found out there's one called Prox Prox Cinema. Okay. Oh, so coming in to fill the Movie Pass vacuum. Cinema. Yeah. S-I-N-E-M-I-A. Cinemia. Yeah, Cinemia is coming. It has a, one of those things, has a monthly subscription where you pay and you get three movies a month. Okay. Sort of and is it, well, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, so if you, you know, if it, if it shakes out to be sort of an opportunity cost thing, sure, go, go see yeah, it. Yeah, free time, but, A-list boy, you got space but, on there. It, can we recommend it above, well, I, should, I haven't seen these, but if I if I had, I would say go spend if, your money and rent the other ones then before watching this one. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, but I, where I was gonna go was, you know, for the same two hours, go watch First Man or Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, go watch Bohemian or, Rhapsody. You've got the money. Uh, you know, take your kids and and watch The Grinch. Yeah. Watch the Not that I'm super enamored of another Grinch movie, but whatevs. It's a cartoon Dr. Seuss movie, Ken. <laughs> yes. 
There's already a cartoon version of it. Yeah, but that's only a half hour. I want to voiced watch by Boris Karloff. I want to see Ben de Cumberbatch. I, I, I want to watch that movie hoping against hope that somewhere in the script is the word penguins. <laughs> there might be. Because Benedict Cumberbatch can't notoriously penguins. can't say the word penguins. Watched the Penguins of Madagascar movie. Benedict Cumberbatch voices the leader of the like North Wind or whatever yeah. the heck they call it. He's the wolf. And anytime he says penguins, it's penguins. It's <laughs> awesome. It really is great. But yeah, we so we just give it about a two and a two point five, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm standing by two. All right. The more I think about it, yep. the more I'm, I'm comfortable with two. Um follow us on Twitter at the Posterman Pod. Follow us on Instagram at the Posterman Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Posterman Podcast. Ain't that fun? The Posterman an awful lot. Uh, go to our website, which is www.thepostermanpodcast.com and send us an email. Send us uh, suggestions for movies we should watch. Send us questions. Send us topics. Yeah. Send us anything. Are we checking the email? I am checking the email daily. Okay, cool. At the Posterman, Pod, Posterman Podcast at gmail.com. So it's so we're pretty consistently the Postermen podcast. Yeah, because everything you, else was taken. Because just the Postermen was just taken on Gmail. Well, no, the, okay, that's great. No, but we're consistent. We're that's great. Postermen podcast, except for on Twitter, which is the Postermen podcast. Because not every podcast is consistent. Sometimes it's, you know, it's at the the title of the podcast on the podcast on Twitter. And then their email is the name of the podcast, and then podcast or pod or whatever. A couple of the podcasts I listen to fall into that. At least we're consistent, that's yes. what I like to say. And we have wasted more time. I'm getting a little tired, uh, that's my problem. We were tired problem. a while ago, so it's fine. We're Sweet. watching this after late, so we'll let everybody go, and go and enjoy your weekend, and... Go watch yeah. Go with Dragon Tattoo if you feel like it. Thursday. Woo! Woo. Alright, see ya. Bye, everybody. Hangover's just stopped, but I found it. Bye. Bye.